0: March 25th, 2014, Minneapolis. Kevin Hoffman is sitting at his desk in the newsroom of City Pages, a local alt-weekly.
1: Every morning I would wake up and I would check Twitter and Reddit and uh, various sources. Um, At the time, uh, they were a lot more uh, friendly and amusing. (laughs) This was in the golden age of social media, let's just say. And on that particular morning, as I looked at Reddit, I saw... This post from Bob in Minnesota, Bob in Min, and he basically said, look what I found on Google Maps.
0: So Kevin looked. It was an aerial view of a forest that had been cut into a very particular shape, the shape of the state of Minnesota.
1: It's kind of instantly recognizable. You see the outline of Minnesota that you're so used to seeing on the maps, except for it's green and made up of trees.
0: Kevin looks closer. The image was a little blurry, so he had his suspicions.
1: I mean, nowadays, of course, we'd immediately suspect AI or artificial intelligence. But this was 10 years ago. And so at the time, it was just, when someone actually faked this in Photoshop, it's pretty grainy. And so I saw it. And of course, you know, being a, a newspaper in Minnesota, I said, I, I have to investigate this. I have to prove whether this is true or not.
0: I'm Amanda McGowan, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Have you ever fallen down an internet rabbit hole or gone on an online wild goose chase? Maybe you clicked one Wikipedia entry and then led to another and then another, and then two hours later, you look up and you've just read a detailed synopsis of the 1996 family drama Fly Away Home. Okay, that might be more of a me issue. But today, we are following one man's journey to pull a thread that he found online, a search for a Minnesota-shaped forest and its mysterious creator after this.
2: If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com.
1: You see something like that and you wonder, how did that come to be? I mean, what what process was involved there? And why would someone do it when, I mean, if you're walking around out there, you would never know.
0: Here's Kevin Hoffman again. Today, he lives in Delaware and he works as a writer. But back in 2014, he was editor-in-chief of a Minnesota alt-weekly. And when one day he came across an image online of a forest shaped like Minnesota... His curiosity was piqued.
1: I mean, the only way that you come to see this piece of art for what it is, is if you see it from above, either through a plane or a satellite image. But if you're just walking through the forest, you have no idea what it actually is.
0: So Kevin started doing a little bit of investigating. He went to the City Pages blog and he threw up a post asking for readers to share any information that they might have. Remember how blogs used to do that? I really miss blogs.
1: I just kind of posted a picture of it on our website, uh, on our blog, and said, look, look at this thing. Um, let's figure it out. Trying to get some hints and some tips from people, basically crowdsourcing the investigation.
0: While he was waiting for hits, Kevin wanted to get a look at the forest for himself. So he went on Google Maps and typed it in.
1: The coordinates I actually looked them up. They're 48.55975 by negative nine four dot nine, three, four, eight, eight. (laughs) Or you could just go to Fawns Road, uh, Fawns Forest Road Southwest. That's the easier way to get there.
0: There it was, a Minnesota-shaped forest. It was large, 1,200 feet long by 900 feet wide. So about four football fields by three football fields. As it turned out, Google Maps didn't just have images from 2014. It also had historical satellite data going all the way back to the early 90s.
1: You can actually kind of travel back in time, so to speak.
0: So through Google Maps, Kevin did a little bit of time travel. He went back to the oldest map images available. Those were from 1991. To his astonishment, the shape of Minnesota was still there. Except this time, it was not made out of trees. It was actually a hole, a giant Minnesota-shaped hole in the forest.
1: And so that's when I came to realize that The way it had been created was to first cut out the shape of Minnesota from a forest and then replant trees into the space that you've cut out um, for them to grow back. There's no way that this happened by accident. It was clearly man-made.
0: As Kevin scrolled forward in time, he saw that new trees were planted in that Minnesota-shaped hole. By 2003, they were saplings.
1: Then by 2008, the red pines had grown so tall that you couldn't see the shape of Minnesota anymore. Um, They were coming to be the size of the surrounding trees. And so you are literally losing the forest for the trees.
0: Scroll forward a little bit more to 2009. And by then, the trees around the new growth were cut, which left a bare outline around the shape.
1: Leaving what we now see today, which is a forest in the shape of Minnesota.
0: While Kevin was piecing all of this together, reconstructing the timeline of the forest... He got another lead from the City Pages blog. I ended up getting a,
1: a comment um, that kind of steered me toward the Department of Natural Resources and had had some, some sense that the person knew what was really going on behind the scenes.
0: The Minnesota Department of Natural Resources gave Kevin a name, Bill Lochner. Bill Lochner was a retired forester who had worked in that area of the state in the late 80s and 90s. And it seemed like Bill Lochner was the mastermind behind the Minnesota-shaped forest.
1: And he had done it using a map and a compass without a GPS or any kind of modern equipment or aerial views. So this guy is like a
0: genius. Picture that for a second. He's on the ground with a compass making all of these complicated cuts and turns. I mean, the outline of Minnesota is not a square.
1: He was able to on the ground use a map and a compass to first measure out what trees to cut down to create the clearing, and then he was then he went and re- replanted and saw it through to fruition and then cut down around the shape of Minnesota.
0: Bill's project had essentially taken decades to come to fruition, to clear the trees, replant them, regrow them, and then clear the space around. And unless you happen to be flying a plane over the area, I mean, until Google Maps became widespread, nobody ever would have noticed it.
1: I mean, it's something that took a long time. He had to be very dedicated to it. Um, And so... You know, obviously, he has some. You know, you you want there to be some kind of greater reason behind it. Was it a bet with friends? I mean, who knows?
0: Kevin was burning up with questions. He scraped all of the contact information for Bill that he could find, and
1: unfortunately, I was unable to get Bill to talk. Um, and I did get some sense uh, that he may be, you know, he may be a little shy because. When this originally happened, I guess there was some question from his supervisors about this was whether this was a proper use of taxpayer money, Um, which, by the way, I find very ironic because I think it's among the best uses of taxpayer money that the DNR has actually used because people have gotten endless enjoyment from this new monument that's in the state, a natural monument.
0: Funny enough, even though Bill's bosses at the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources did not seem to love the forest when they first found out about it, if you go on Google Earth today and look for it, it is still there, still lovingly manicured in the exact shape that Bill left it in.
1: By now, I think there'd be a hue and cry if they cut it down.
0: Like Kevin said, it's kind of become an unofficial landmark of the state.
1: Minnesotans love outdoor activities, hunting, fishing. It's beautiful land. I mean, we all know it's the land of 10,000 lakes. It's actually quite a bit more than 10,000 lakes, but that's where they stopped counting. Um, In some ways, it's the perfect tribute to Minnesota, Um, this wonderful kind of wonderland of of, uh, wilderness that you can explore.
0: Kevin had not been able to get in touch with Bill, but I figured, you know, a lot of time had gone by since 2014 when the story kind of first went viral, so maybe it was worth trying again. So I dropped a line to the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. Are you hearing us? I am hearing you, yes. Are you hearing me? I am. Oh, great, OK.
1: Well, I'm Becky Lien. I've worked with the Minnesota DNR for like 27 or so years now. Well, Bill is sitting next to me. and He's
0: the guy that put the thing together. Hello. To hear the story of the Minnesota-shaped forest, in parentheses, Bill's version. Tune in to the next episode of Atlas Obscura. Our podcast is a co production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. Our production team includes
2: Dylan
1: Therese, Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka,
0: Camille Stanley,
1: Manolo Morales,
2: Baudelaire,
0: Gabby Gladney, Johanna Mayer, our technical director is
2: Casey Holford
0: This episode was mixed by
2: Luce Fleming
0: Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. And if you'd like to learn anything about what you heard today Check out our website at atlasobscura.com I'm Amanda McGowan wishing you all the wonder in the world See you later Listen to new episodes every two weeks and make sure to follow us so you never miss one.